on that. Until next week. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you right back here next week, everybody. Move the, bi- the mic a little more. To- a little more just mic. a little bit towards me. A little bit towards me. Oh, guys. I mean, I'm going to go on record and say that this was one of the least climactic finales on that I can remember. Oh, absolutely. So I feel like for us, we don't look at reality Steve or any of the spoilers. So sometimes I think when perhaps, obviously, if you read sites like that, it's mm-hmm. not as... It's not as... Uh, that's what I'm looking not for. Not as shocking. It's not a cliffhanger. Right, yeah. yeah you know what's he coming. Usually, he yeah. usually gets it right. Right. He's got but people deep those, on the inside. Like, there have been finales where, I mean, you ruin it for I me. was going to say, this is the least climactic finale <laughs> since the one I spoiled for you last year. I just thought, I mean, there was, you knew she wasn't going to pick Eric. The writing was on the wall for Peter right. for like four episodes right. now. The same conflict that brought them down was exactly the same conflict that we saw play out two yeah, weeks ago so. on the show. Well, I have to say, not only least climactic, I agree with you on that, but also And least... I know a lot about anticlimactic. <laughs> oh, uh, I was going to say, this is of... the least anticlimactic thing since a date with Raven. Who? That joke doesn't pan out. Raven knows how to have an orgasm now. Right, but but before, with the guy that she beat over the head with the shoe. <laughs> that guy. I'm going to beat you. <laughs> I'm going to cut you. <laughs> Raven has become Sling Blade. Now all of my southern accents eventually <laughs> become Sling Blade. Um, least entertaining three hours of The oh Bachelor my God. I, ever. Is it is it too much to say I wanted to kill myself? I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it was pretty insensitive um, to, but it captures the feeling. Oh my god! Of, yeah, it was, like urgh, it was like what's what's a phrase I could use? Not pulling teeth. I mean, like it just was awkward, mm-hmm. and I feel like Rachel and Peter were very uncomfortable. Right. It was just no fun. No, I it mean, really this was show what is not a good time. Yeah, I don't invest all this time in this stupid show. <laughs> For real emotions, I want. I mean, where was a waboom? Waboom should have walked out halfway through. I missed the guy. Um, but yeah, I guess we should get into it and summarize. We're not going to summarize everything because, good lord, this, yeah, this was the three hours. Last episode is usually kind of a short podcast, yeah. anyway. Um, all right, Rachel is at the live finale, which Harrison kind of acts like is. I guess because he was like, this has never happened before. They're always at the finale, but I guess just at the after the rest. Sure, they don't make them watch it together. Sometimes, what, Nick's priest is there, whoever, like, will there be a wedding tonight? It was Ben. Ben. What a silly error. (laughs) Nick Vial would not have a priest there. Okay, Ben had his priest there. They all run together. Um, Harrison says we're going to walk through it We're going to talk through it Yes we are, nice rhyme Harrison Yeah, yeah. We're going to We're going to rhyme if we've got the time <laughs> Into Rachel's debacle uh, We got an important announcement from Huge Harrison. announcement, huge Juan, Stop the presses Juan Pablo is married Off the market ladies Too bad ladies Also no word on who his bride is he No says, pictures The man who we thought might never find love <laughs> Because he wasn't ready to get married At the end on of On a TV show yep. yeah. That means he'll I, never find I love I do think it's interesting I mean 
Harrison must have just really disliked Juan Pablo uh-huh. because Juan Pablo went like Peter is doing the exact same right. thing that Juan Pablo did, and just like the amount of um, almost. I mean, I just feel like Harrison was really disdainful of Juan right. Pablo, especially by the end in that finale, and he didn't treat Peter that way. No, I I don't think he liked Juan Pablo. I don't think many people liked Juan Pablo. No. I'm also not 100% convinced that he is actually married. We saw no <laughs> pictures, no evidence. Um, Harrison did a little bit of an offensive accent he's, to go with he's Juan okay. Pablo. He's okay. he's okay. He did his Juan Pablo impression. I would avoid that, Harrison, though. We just did the exact same thing. That's it's not uh, an offensive accent if it's what he sounded like. <laughs> <laughs> it's a catchphrase. It's his is catchphrase, it, Oh, I'm too. sorry. Is it okay for you to do a Sling Blade impression of Raven? Because people from the South are stupid and funny. It's well, you, funny to do a... You've a, got me there, yeah. I mean, are you've we going to do there. accents or are we not? We're going to do accents. You've done many a Lee accent on the show and you didn't seem to feel that offended. I uh, didn't feel that offended, yeah, no. Yeah. Just trotting around like a... Tur- Cock of the walk, like yeah. Grandma used to say... <laughs> But that's not offensive, right? No, it's like that's when fine. your mom does her southern yeah. accent. No, those are fine. Totally that's, cool. Yep. That's totally cool. Um, all right. Juan Pablo's married. We get to all right, we get into the episode where with Rachel and Peter. I mean, they're having the same fight that we've yeah. had like four episodes. The now, same damn fight. Which yep. would be really annoying, except that Rachel keeps him. Like right. what the fuck? Well, you should have just realized this was gonna happen a while ago, but so, bottom line, they have the same fight. And, of course, Rachel, her concern is she had this five-year relationship that never turned into an engagement. So, of course, this three-week thing, that's <laughs> not going to turn into an engagement either. I can see your concern there, Rachel. These are totally analogous situations. I mean, broader, probably um, risky comment. Yeah. I did not like Rachel by the end of this. Okay. I feel like this final episode... Made me view her in a light that I did not care for. Okay. I thought she came across across as desperate. Um, oh, interesting. And I, it yeah. just seemed like she was so focused on getting a damn ring. Even when, I mean, this is obviously skipping way ahead. Even when Brian proposes, she, like, he does his whole sweet proposal, says a bunch of shit in Spanish. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he gets down and opens up that Neil Lane box. And it's like light from the heavens shines yeah I mean she's like basically just frothing at the mouth Mm. when he opens up that (laughs) literally yeah Yeah. so I don't know I felt like she I thought that she was in the wrong here I did too with the whole Peter situation I really did I think if they really did care for each other and have feelings for each other (laughs) this is not an insurmountable thing that you don't want to propose I know she was a little mad that he didn't seem decisive. And I agree that their fight just kind of went around and around in circles. And maybe, maybe there's something he could have said to have come out of it okay. But I don't think there I don't was. Know. I yeah. mean, I think that if he wasn't going to propose, she wasn't going to choose him. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't going to choose him because he wasn't going to propose, you know? Right. And then, it's I your mean, classic catch-22. Is it? Yeah. It's... Okay. 
Remember when Peter cut off his hair to buy Rachel <laughs> that special hairpin <laughs> from Neil Lane? From Neil Lane, yes. Um, this is all skipping ahead anyway, because at this point in the episode, they work through it. She says she doesn't question whether or not he cares about her, and she at least feels okay about it to get some Peter Dawn. Yeah, get I some mean, Peter Jr. I mean, yeah. who's not feeling good enough for that? Right. Right, ladies? I do love, Does too. the cop it match the drain? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that when I they know went. Who that is. Yeah, that's uh, I like that accent. Yeah. yeah, now we're doing accents. Now we're getting into it. I really love that when they went into the fantasy suite, Peter described it as quote super cute. <laughs> Spoiler alert! That's also what he said about Rachel's vagina. <laughs> she um, this is jumping ahead a little bit, but we have to go ahead and get there. She uh, like upped her fantasy suite wardrobe a little bit. She was wearing like a little sexy black robe with the Brian thing. No more penguin jams. No more. Well, when you're the bachelorette. Right. As opposed to a contestant. Yeah. yeah. Um, Peter said that it, quote, really did do a lot for me when she opened up. Yeah, I bet. But she did. Yeah, yeah. I, bet I bet it did, it did a, lot a lot for you. A lot. Whoa. Then the next morning, they're leaning out the windows together, talking to each other. Singing in French. Real- Bonjour. Bonjour. Good day. <laughs> How is your family? <laughs> um, they're making eggs I together. Need six eggs. <laughs> That's too expensive. Oh uh, yeah, they make breakfast. I mean, they seem. I again just at the risk of become. I mean, I think that this is just going to become repetitive. They obviously have what would be a strong relationship outside of the bubble of this TV show. Right. And if this were a real relationship, and there's no way in three weeks' time, Rachel would be pressuring him to propose. Right. I just think that she is making a mistake. No, I think so too. And Peter tells her as much that she, later. I don't remember when they break up or whatever. A yeah. Life. It's going to be a Burn. mediocre life. Oh, snap. Burn. Later, Peter. he apologizes for it. He said he was in the he wrong got, He got in over his head. Got he out lost of hand. his head. <laughs> <laughs> said too much. Um. She says, despite having a great night, they're still on opposite ends of the spectrum in terms of the proposal, which yes, they are. comes to fruition. Okay, Rachel and Brian are in the Rioja region of Spain. Um, Brian says that he thinks he has the strongest feelings for her of all the remaining guys. I think he's probably right. Yes, that is true. He says he loves Rachel tremendously. Mm, tremendously. Yeah, tremendously. Uh, they go out on their date, and things are a little awkward. I think yeah. Rachel's still feeling the effects of her fantasy sweet time with Peter. Right. I uh, like that, actually. I feel like a lot of times mm-hmm. they're just like, yep, now on to the next on one. To the yep, next it's one. like the other person yep. never existed, and I feel like you see they've been doing this more lately, like the weight of this mm-hmm. hanging on them. And she also says that she likes it, actually, that Brian could tell that she was a little quieter, right. a little bit down. Could see she was a little it, more reserved. Yeah, yeah, it shows that he can read her well, mm-hmm. which is probably true. Yeah, I mean, it's a good sign. I don't Another kind of broad comment. I know that there's a lot of hatred out there for Brian, and he's not my favorite guy. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But I think he's fine. He seems like a good guy. I mean, he's a little schmarmy, but they all are. Right. It's The Bachelor. You have to be a little schmarmy to find love on television, or you're not going to find it. You're going to end up like a Peter. Um, no, I think that he seems like a fine guy. Who knows how long they'll last. We can get to sure. predictions at the end. But well, it's not going to last long after Brian's mom murders Rachel. That's right. <laughs> that really is a relationship killer. <laughs> Literally, ladies. Oh, am I right? Whoa. Um, the fantasy sweet card is offered up. Can we just comment again on how flippin' girly... Like, there's no way that's actually Chris Harrison's No, he gets his calligraphy set out and writes that every time. <laughs> it's not, though. It's like a third-grade teacher, like, large print. Writing a note, yeah. Sending a note home. Um, Brian says that he is absolutely 1,000% ready for the fantasy suite. He says 1,000% oh. a lot in this episode. He's not just keeping it 100. No, he's, he's keeping, keeping it 1,000. 1,000, Kenny. ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yeah, they go into... Oh, so we could flip back to Rachel during this time live. Oh, right. And I thought this was interesting and just kind of funny. Uh, she says that she literally went into the overnight dates with a written list of questions for each I, Yeah, that included like health care and like a one. credit score. How big is your dick? <laughs> Show, don't tell. <laughs> Question number one, are you a grower or a shower? <laughs> <laughs> a written list. Uh, um... <laughs> Anal, why or no? (laughs) (laughs) Circle one. Okay. Brian and Rachel, I just have a comment, said that they seem to feel good about the overnight date. I mean, it goes well. Again, at this point, I am 99% sure that Brian is the guy. Spoiler alert, you turn out to be correct. Correcto. Correct. Correct Okay, we get to the... but Well, okay, so let me say, despite me feeling like I knew that Brian was going to be the ending, the standing guy in the mm-hmm. end, I actually did have a moment of doubt when we get to this rose ceremony. Right. I thought, surely Rachel won't be so stupid as to keep Peter after he has literally said, I'm not ready for a proposal. Right. And this is where... Can I bring up my... Uh, if yeah, go for it. I think that Rachel is being. I think okay. So I I told you I think that Rachel is racist because she cut Eric, but I do think that she's judging him against a weird set of criteria that she isn't applying for some mm-hmm. reason to Peter mm-hmm. because she has Peter literally saying. Nope, I'm not ready yeah. for a proposal. And then she's like, but I really don't think Eric's ready for yeah. marriage. When he's standing there saying, like, he's I am ready. He blatantly said, I'm ready. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. And I, I think... know that that's, it's not a race thing. But I, I guess maybe just since Eric is the only black guy that's left and she cut so many of them. I don't know. To me, it's like, why is she judging Eric in a slightly different way? Sure. Probably his personal history. Right. Or uh, things that happened that we didn't see. I mean, I don't know. But I do agree that the way it's presented is that she seems to be more skeptical of Eric for no reason when she has every reason to be skeptical of Peter. Can we also talk about how hot Eric is with his beard? Yeah, we can talk when about that. he comes that. back for he the He came show. back. I feel like he came back to uh, revenge. Uh, uh, yes. Bod. Yes. Yeah, beard. He was like dressed beard to kill. on fleek. Yeah. This guy. I mean, I already liked Eric a lot, but I 
To me, of all the guys on this season, he's one of the best candidates for Bachelor. If yeah, pick especially if he's going to walk out looking like that. He looked good. He um, he was well dressed for the um, the rose ceremony too. I feel like he pulled off like a jacket with like a simpler white shirt underneath. I don't want to say that it was flat out a t shirt, but that's what it looked like. <laughs> But he pulled it off. Eric, if you're listening, tweet us. Tell us what that was. Explain under there. to me was how I can look like that. Was what were you wearing what was it under a tank there? Top? Let's hear a little more about it. Um, I also feel like one reason why Eric comes off. I mean, I think that he came out of this whole debacle, actually seem, looking the best yeah, out of any of them, smelling like a rose. Yeah, and I think one big reason for that is because he's very mature. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't lash out at her when she cuts him. Um, when he comes back on the live show, he's really very like respectful yeah. to her. Yeah. Um, and I liked that. Yeah, no, I agree. He was very, he handled it really well. It's a master class in how to handle this kind of thing. Like you said, you know, this you did what you had to do. Um, As opposed to quote. Rachel, who tells him, quote, I love you. I'm yeah. not in love Oof. with you. Are we in middle school? Yeah. I mean, fuck off. I'm just not in love with you. Like, you I took a turn to... on Rachel this. I uh... mean, I did. I I was not feeling Rachel in this last episode. Yeah. Oh yeah, That's he says she asked how's your or he asked how's your heart. No, and, uh, and she says it's good. He said, he said it was tough, but you had to do it. So yeah, he um, he handles it well. He handles it. Uh, I think is. Uh, with as much class as he can. I do think that he was angling a little bit for that bachelor position. Oh, yeah? He's, well, just because he says, like, you know, I was a boy and now I'm a man because I got love. <laughs> now I'm really looking for love. Now I'm re- yeah. yeah, I mean, I now think I'm he's ready. trying to fill that, like, I learned what I needed to learn from Rachel and now I'm ready to find my woman. Yeah. Look no further. Baby. Yeah. What are you talking about? Okay, final date with Brian. I mean, are we done with Eric? I think we're Eric's done with gone. Eric. Eric's Goodbye. gone. Let's, uh... You are the weakest link. Right, so there are two men left. Two men, one rose. One stays, one goes. I like that. Did you just come up with that? No, Harrison it's always clever. says that on the two-on-one date. <laughs> no, I'm <dates>. joking. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're not paying attention to 90% of the show. I, have I not been way on point this time? No, no, not really. No, you I haven't. noticed that thing about Eric wearing a shirt, wearing an undershirt under his. I don't uh, even jacket. know. I hesitate to. What? What's our time? Oh, we got plenty of time to delve into yeah. this. What the fuck are you talking about? What kind of shirt was it? If it wasn't a t-shirt, it didn't have a collar. So it was a t-shirt, right? But I didn't like. It's not literally like a Hanes undershirt. <laughs> like I want to know, or like so a Fruit of the Loom undershirt. Yeah, that's what I'm getting. Because at. you could tell that the material was. Classy. It's some kind of fancy t-shirt that I don't quite understand. <laughs> I'm not in a fashion world. What I'm saying is I oh, would try... you're not in the fashion world? I would try to pull this off and it would look terrible. That's what I'm saying. And oh, I don't even true. understand how he accomplished what he accomplished. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's what There's I'm getting There's a lot that right Eric there. can accomplish that I'm not sure you could accomplish. Not even going to go into Whoa. that. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. Uh, okay, final date with Brian. We are in a hot air balloon ride. He says it's a dream come true. He'd propose to her right now. 
Blah, blah, blah. Every moment she spends with him reminds her of how strong the relationship is, but that she's still scared that at the end of this, she's going to make the wrong decision. She also says, and I did think that this was interesting, that she's scared of his constancy. Um, what did she, what she mean by that? That she is usually the one in the relationship who fixes things right, I and comes that. in yeah. and saves it. Mm-hmm. And that it intimidates her that Brian is so sure. And then now mm-hmm. she's the one who's like, oh, you're sure? Wait a right, minute. Maybe right. Hold on. Yeah. yeah. No, and that is good, I think, actually. You know, she's been saying that she wants something different than what she's had in the past. I feel like that's a good sign that she's on the right track in that regard, at least. I do. He addressed the charm issue, said uh, you can say that it's charm if you want, but really he's just being him. That's just mm-hmm. his personality. And I do think that's true. I mean... I don't I th- I think Brian gets judged a lot on the interwebs mm-hmm. for being people interpret his charm as like sleaziness. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He has actually seemed pretty consistent to sure. me through the episode and there are some guys who are charming and maybe just a little bit sleazy, but it doesn't mean that they're necessarily like b- bad people. Can I say? Can I say this? Uh, let's find out. Uh, our friend Lars. We talk about that a lot of times because when we first met Lars, mm-hmm. you would think that he was being like, he's very charming. Right. And so you would think that he's like playing to you mm-hmm. or saying something that he yeah. thinks you want to hear. He's not. He's just that he's nice. He's just that nice and that charming. Lars. But we you know, know you're that if but... Lars went were to like go and he couldn't because he's married. Right. But if he got divorced mm-hmm. and decided to go try to be the bachelor as a... 35-year-old academic. (laughs) It's about time (laughs) that an academic is represented on the show. I don't necessarily know that he would play that well to the audience because they would think that he was insincere and he wouldn't be. Mm -hmm. You know, so I feel like Brian might be facing a little bit of that. Right. Well, and this um, gets to a larger point, which is that none of us would come off well on television. Like, I am trying to think of all the people that we know... Like, ever. And, like, I don't know who would play well on television. You know? Like, I just don't Physically think... Physically or... Everything. Imper- the whole package. Yeah. You know? And I do... Because Kenny mentioned in the Men Tell All that his friends were all like, yeah, the guy That's I saw you. up there, that was you. You know who... I'll give a shout out right now okay. to one of our listeners. All right. Jessica, it's not you. David... David would, yeah. David would would charm on on television, yeah. He'd be a little bit of a, like, Nick Lachey newlyweds type. Yeah, Yeah, he would do well. Mm -hmm. I think there, it's very true that there are certain, there are a lot of personalities that are just not going to play that well on a show like this, including Peter, too. Right. You know, I mean... It doesn't necessarily mean that you're a terrible person. In right. fact, I think the opposite. Like, I respect Peter for not being ready to propose to Rachel in three weeks. But she does keep... She says a couple of times in the finale, like, this is not the show for you. Right. No, and I liked that, actually. It was a very clear acknowledgement that, like... Which raises the question of why he went on the show at all. Yeah, but I know. That, whatever, that annoys me you know? when people are like, I didn't expect to find... <laughs> well, then what the fuck are you yeah. doing on this show? I wasn't prepared to propose like, in three weeks. That That's annoying to me. Yes. I don't know. Yeah, I've, it, again, I mean, you never know. And I feel like some people do this as a lark. Or, I don't know what people's motives are. I know they're not there to make friends. I can tell you that. <laughs> 
They're not there for the right motives. reasons. <laughs> Peter was not there for the right reasons in the end. They're there to sell their catchphrase. <laughs> Waboom. Waboom. All right. Um, yeah, let's move Brian on. Brian ends the date by saying that it would be a mistake if she didn't choose him. He would be devastated. He gives her a Spanish-English dictionary. Yes. It's good for um, learning words like husband, wife, leap of faith. And shockingly, waboom. Good luck getting that past Trump's new uh, immigration, <laughs> your immigration policy. Yeah, you're not getting points for that bad no, boy. No, sir. Um, they also, they meet a monk in the mon. Oh, no, is that Peter? That's Peter. Okay, wait, I'm getting ahead of myself with the monk. Yeah. Okay. Peter's date, they visit a monastery. Okay. And they basically spend the entire date talking about, again. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Um, how Peter only wants to get engaged once. And, I mean, I think... You know, to not to beat a dead horse, but I do respect that Peter holds to his guns. Mm-hmm. I mean, he doesn't give in. She she asks some pretty, not offensive questions, but she kind of like comes at him, right. you know, and asks him, um, you know, what he's so, why is he so scared of marriage? And he immediately comes back and says, I have no fear of marriage. Right. Um, I look forward to it greatly, but multiple marriages and multiple proposals scares him. I don't mm-hmm. know what, I mean, does he know this franchise? <laughs> multiple marriages, multiple I've proposals. I've never heard such a thing. For shame, sir. I did like, there was a moment that I did like on Rachel's part where he was like, maybe I would be ready to propose tomorrow. And she's like, well, I don't want that's that. That's stupid. You know? Like, I, that's, like you're ready. No. It's There's nothing that's going to change in 12 right, hours. Right, exactly. Because he's like, maybe we could sleep on it. Right. Okay. It if you wake up in the morning. clear to me. She should have just cut Peter, kept Eric. Yep. Yep. They could have edited it to make it look like it might seem like she was going to have a crazy... I don't know, change of heart. I, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, no, I mean that, again, like, she should have realized that before she ever gave him that final two roses. Like, because what was going to change in three or four days? Like, if he's not ready to propose, he's not ready to propose. Right. And that's And she was right. Great. If he yeah. did propose, it would be totally because he was just afraid of losing her. So right. she would have basically bullied him into it. Right. Well, and this, here's the, the thing about this, is that this was like an honest conversation but it just wasn't good television, you know, and that I think you see the conflict here between like honest emotions and couples working through real problems and like entertaining stupid TV. And there's, you know, sometimes I think like, I wish it was a little deeper. And now I was like, yeah, I just wish this were a stupid show. Again. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't necessarily want to see. I don't all mind of this. it. I just didn't like it as the finale. Yeah. Like, I think that they should have worked through all this before. Uh, getting it down to the last two guys. I think you're right, you know, and maybe this would have been better sooner on. Cause it's, and it's something that you always wonder about. Like, I wonder how anybody is ready to propose after three or four weeks. Right. And, you know, I almost, I would almost be more skeptical of someone who's like, yep, let's do it. This sounds great. I will say, so going back to a few more highlights from the Peter Rachel conversation slash fight, that Peter can see farmers markets. Wine night with painting. Football games. Football games. Basketball games. Mm-hmm. Yes. It kind of turns into Kelly Kapowski's 4th of July speech. <laughs> <laughs> Firecrackers. Family and friends. <laughs> that, that's the 4th. 
Um, oh, is that from the beach? Yeah, when they're parts? competing yeah. in the not offensive at all beauty pageant. That's not the competing one competing to be Miss Miss whatever that yeah. beach club is. I get it is. confused with the beach club on nine hundred two one zero because they all they both did the same thing. Well, I was wait wait a minute. Each of these shows did a What's similar on your thing. Face? That's a great question. Always. What is that? What are you talking about? You have stripes on your forehead. Folks, we pause for a minute so I could go look in the mirror and see what's on my face. It's unclear. There are some kind of stripes on my head. Maybe an impression of resting my hand on my forehead. Nobody knows. Or this maybe is you're turning into a tiger. Meow. Well, all I know is that this is great radio. Yeah. Great radio to you're discuss lo- what's on my face. To our 30 listeners that are still out there. <laughs> and dwindling by the day. MJ, thanks for hanging in there. Katie, give a shout out to Katie. To Katie. We want to give a couple of listener shout outs. Yeah, out. Sarah Julia. Kilby, you know yeah. who you are. Yeah, we appreciate it. Everybody does <laughs> now. Yeah, now they can Google her. Sarah Kilby's co worker. Right. You know who you are. You know who, we don't know who you are, but we heard you listen. John, uh, Peter, what? Kate, John Sparts. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Sure, I know him. Yeah, you know him. Dave, well, who we already mentioned, and Jessica. Wells, Jubilee. Yeah, Jubes. We know you're out there. This se- segment has been called Your Name is in Our Mouth, by the way. That's our new listener <laughs> shout-out segment. Um, all right. I mean, let's just put this, let's put this to dying bed. Oh, goodness. horse of a fight to bed. So, I'm, you know, they go back and forth. Um she he kind of puts her on the spot and says you know for a fact right here right now that i'm the man you want to spend the rest of your life with and she says i can't answer that question right basically like she wants peter to commit i don't know there were a couple of times when i thought she's accusing peter of doing something but she's actually the one who's doing that thing um, she also accuses Peter of trying to skip steps. I saw I, that. That was, I mean, that is totally what Rachel is trying That's to do. What the show should be called? Literally, yeah, yeah. skipping steps yeah. to love, fast track to love. Um, so I don't know. I mean, again, at this point in the episode, I just got a really bad taste in my mouth from the corn dog that I was eating. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> That did not pan out. <laughs> that joke. Oh. Wah, wah. I'm not ready to propose to that joke. <laughs> that joke was not here for the right reason. <laughs> well, that joke is skipping steps. Um, all right, so you would think you said, you know, let's put this all to bed. But no, we're not. We're going to have Peter out on the couch in the uh, after the final resume. No, we can talk about is, it for another 10 uh, minutes. Well, yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah. they did. I mean, they basically broke up. Um, that was when Peter got his little burn of a line Yeah, in. mediocre life. Ooh, ouch. Oh, snap. I'm going to start using that. Why don't you just have a mediocre you, life? You, madam, are not going to be engaged to a business owner in Wisconsin. <laughs> With glorious salt Walking and pepper hair. Walking around farmer's markets, eating honey from a stick, <laughs> running into Steve Avery at the that's, farmer's market. That's what you should have said about the bad taste in your mouth was that you needed one of those honey sticks mm. to clear it out. I didn't need There we one. go. I punched that up for you. Honey You're stick. You're welcome. Yeah. That's what they call it in the fantasy suite. Whoa. Whoa. Um... So Peter comes out. It's just awkward. It's really... And Peter seems 
pissed. Yes. Can we talk about that? Like in the after or the the finale live? Because then I don't know when they're fighting in the episode. He at least, I mean, he loses his cool with that one sentence, and he says a couple of times, "I regret saying that." Mm Um, but he just, this was another reason, uh, why I felt pretty sure that he's not going to be the bachelor. Cause he seems really annoyed just to be there. He, he seems seem, burned out done with by the franchise. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. He doesn't, I think even if they wanted him to be the bachelor, which I don't think they do, um, he doesn't seem like he's into it at and, all. Uh, yeah, and Rachel kind of echoes that and says, right. I just don't think this is all for you. <laughs> no, it's not the show for you. And hey, you know, you learn something about yourself through this process. I suppose he learned that he does indeed not want to find love on national television. <laughs> and good for you. Unlike um, his uh, 18-year-old self-thought, he doesn't want to be The Bachelor. <laughs> that's true. This was, yeah, we one of our um, fans, Julia, who we mentioned, sent us the yearbook thing where he used, to, he used a picture of him saying that he wants to grow up to be The Bachelor. But indeed, he does not. Peter, in my kindergarten All About Me book, I said that I wanted to grow up to be Scooby-Doo. So, welcome to reality. We don't always, uh, sometimes you get your dream and it's not what you want. Sometimes you can't grow up to be a crime-solving dog. (laughs) Why not? Fuck it all. Okay, um, I mean, Peter leaves, they basically Mm -hmm. break up. I will say... Respect to the Bachelor uh, editors slash producers for trying to create some like semblance yes, of, of sus- drama. Of drama still, yeah. Like they yeah. won't show Brian's face when he exits the car. Right. Who's it gonna be? Right. <laughs> Who's left? <laughs> well, they um we have. I guess we should mention that Neil Lane is in this. What did you think of the ring that Brian picked out? It's pretty. I yeah. mean, what a little pear shape is that right? That's right. Like yeah, a pear shape. I mean, it's fine. All can we get Neil Lane out of there? Can we just do an overhaul? Like pick some new guy, bring in a different jeweler. It didn't yeah. used to always be Neil Lane. You know, Neil Lane's not letting that go. I just He's think gonna... that they need to shake things up a little bit. How's he going to sell those get conflict in some diamonds? New blood. Yeah. Well, I mean. It's Brian. Yeah, it is Brian. So, but uh, well, so here's a couple things I'll say. Um, Brian does give us a, a speech, as you mentioned. He describes their relationship as a chemistry bomb that just exploded. Whoa. Maybe not a great metaphor, uh, considering what's going on in North Korea right now, buddy. You're going to be regretting that pretty soon. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, he gives a little spiel. He wants her to be the mother of his children, head over heels, completely in love. And then Rachel launches into this speech about how her heart has never been more confused. Like, she totally makes it sound like she's going to drop the the hammer Mm -hmm. on him. That she, um, I can't remember what all she said, but a bunch of stuff that was like, you know, I've been very confused. I haven't known what to do. Mm -hmm. And eventually it comes around to, you know, you're the person that I can picture my life without. But it takes a while. After Peter left, I realized. Right. After Peter and Eric are gone and you're the only one left. Yeah, and then they uh, they kiss. He gets down on, on one knee, does the proposal, as you mentioned. Um, also, you notice this too, her full name. Rachel Lynn Lindsay. Come on, Judge. That's like one step away from Julia Gulia or something like it. <laughs> Julia Gulia. <laughs> um, 
Although we should share with the audience that your actual name is Ryan Webb Weber. That's right. So yes. What can you do? I know. It's just, you know, some people have names like that. That's how it goes. Um, and she gave him the first rose. Going to give you the last rose. Mm-hmm. He says so a bunch of stuff are. in Spanish. I'm pretty sure he's just saying the lyrics to Desposito. Yeah, but it sounds really romantic when he does it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What so, is Justin Bieber singing in that song? I have no idea. Oh, it's... Oh, baby, baby, <laughs> baby, oh. Well, that's it, right? Got me feeling so kind of way. <laughs> I do not know any of the Bieber part, I have to confess. Well, come and move that in my direction. <laughs> you know you give me an erection. Is that right? <laughs> is that what Bieber's saying? Yeah, that's what it Justin is. Justin Bieber, you wash your mouth out, young man. That is not appropriate. Come and move that in my direction. Thankful for that, it's such a blessing, yeah. Turn every situation into heaven, yeah. Oh, you are my sunrise on the darkest day. Got me feeling some kind of way. Make me want to savor every moment slowly, slowly. You want to put them over under on how long this lasts? I mean, good God, Nick Vial and Vanessa are still hanging in there. Uh, well, and here's a question for you, too. Where does the time period begin? Do you count all this time they've had so far? Or are we talking about from today? Or I guess from, from yesterday. Today. Okay. Uh, you know, I think they're going to be okay for a while. And as we've said, bachelorettes tend to do better they do. than bachelors. They do. Um, so that, um, I don't I say a year. Yeah, you don't see them going through with the wedding. Maybe. You never know. I Good God, Rachel's desperate enough right. for it. I, I don't. You know, I don't. That's my gut, is I don't see them going through with the wedding. She wants a winter wedding. We know that. So mm-hmm. we have to wait at least, you know, six months for that. Yeah. Um, I, I don't. And I wish them the best. I mean, honestly, I, I like Brian fine. I like Rachel. I didn't have quite the sour feelings that you did towards her. Um, so I, I hope they they make it. I just feel like given the franchise's history, you know, it's less likely that they will not make yeah. it. So what about you? What's your... I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Only time will tell. Well, that's a cop-out. I want a prediction. <laughs> play later. I don't know. I don't know. I mean... Trying to prove you're right. Oh, um, Brian mentioned specifically his mom. He did. He said yes. that she and Rachel have talked a couple of times. On the phone. Yeah. Ooh. I'm sure that wasn't awkward. <laughs> Not for Rachel. Rachel seems fine with it. I kill you. <laughs> what was that? I love you. <laughs> uh, I guess we should. So we'll be back next week. Oh, Jesus. Um, we got a exclusive preview. I don't know if any of the rest of you saw this or if it was just on <laughs> it our It was TV. just on our TV <laughs> and being, you know, kind of inside so, Bachelor Nation. Bachelor in Paradise. My immediate reaction was it looks like they were being really careful after the uh, DeMario Corinne thing to really make sure the contestants didn't have any inappropriate behavior. Keeping it classy. They were really clamping down to make sure that everything was above board. That's the impression that I got. Don't you feel, I mean, I know your take is that this is all totally fabricated. Don't you feel like they are flippant as fuck about like rape accusations yes i mean i have never seen anybody be like they're for one they're treating it like it's drama instead of An like actual, something horrible yeah, no i mean i think that it's disrespectful if it happened it's even more disrespectful right and if it didn't happen 
it's still incredibly right. disrespectful. It, yeah, right. It doesn't to matter. people that actually... I mean, I, you know, we'll watch it and mm-hmm. then make a judgment call. But no, I think... But I feel like the judgment is already there and that they're like, ah, there was some crazy drama. Yeah, it was someone potentially right. raped like, someone it's not else. Drama. Right. Yeah. Yes, well that's I mean, it kind of circles back to the conversation that we had this past season about Lee. Just trying to lump him and his aggression in with like all of the other villains right. that we've seen on The Bachelor. It's not him being a just a reality TV bad guy. Right. He's being racist. Right. There's a difference between that. This isn't just like Bachelor and... in Paradise drama. Right. Someone is being accused of rape. Right. Right. Yeah. And yeah, and again, regardless of what happens, I feel like they need to treat it with more respect and seriousness than they are. If we didn't but... have this podcast, I'd be tempted to just not watch the thing altogether, but we're committed we to you, you folks. Guys. Yeah, I hope you appreciate it, it Nathaniel. I hope I you think enjoy it. All of it. our listeners now have gotten a right. shout out. <laughs> Every single one of you. What up, mom? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, um, we'll see you back here next week yeah, for we will. Bachelor in Paradise. Is it going to be two nights? I of feel Bachelor like it's probably going to be like five. Five nights. nights a week. Yeah, it's it's all ABC is going to run until <laughs> they run that show about the mayor. Um, all right. Well, we will be back. Whatever happens or doesn't happen on Paradise, we'll be here to Maybe. tell you all about it. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.